This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, with his teammates in Bali, Blake Ferguson to spend his off-season in New Zealand looking for his one ring. Week 3 of the NRL Finals saw some origin-level heroics from many players. Unfortunately for the Roosters, Mitchell Pearce was one of them. Off-season change of plans for Dylan Walker when limping after the Dragon doesn't have the same appeal. Plus, we look back at the rest of the action from Week 3 of the 2017 NRL Final Series. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 274 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Ray. You are Ray, apparently. Yes. Which Ray, though? That's the eternal question. Didn't get a response. There's Ray Charles. Yeah. I mean, we could, there's, so many, there's so many Rays out there. Sonny Ray? Who else? No, was it Sonny Sugar Ray Leonard? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You fucked that up. Who's Sonny Ray? Nobody. Fuck. You made that up. <laughs> Fucking aspiring rappers out there. <laughs> There's your rap name. Yeah, because yeah, you're not you're not you're not one of the boxing sugar rays, of course. <laughs> Leonard or Robinson, you're actually you're actually the the uh, the date rapist. <laughs> um, yeah. There's no other. Who just rays. wants to fly? <laughs> There's plenty of like Ray Winstone, the what actor, the actor, the the British actor, or maybe he's Irish or something. Yeah, he's one of those cunts from over there. Didn't like Sexy Beast and that. He's the one that's not Ben Kingsley and Sexy Beast. See that? When you said that. You yeah. said Ray Winstone. I have no fucking idea who that is. Yeah. So my brain's just trying to tell me that you said Carl Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'm Jay. No, no, I'm sorry. No, you're not. You're fucking Ray. You're Ray now. It's over. <laughs> Ray Donovan. And everyone should address you as such. I can be Ray Donovan. Yeah, you can be Ray Donovan. Because I'm, you know, tall, Irish, and... <laughs> Tough. <laughs> uh, seem- seemingly never stop drinking. <laughs> As you drive your Mercedes Benz <laughs> around the, the streets of LA. <laughs> um, big week. Fucking one of the last episodes of the season. This, uh, will be, we'll have this week, and then next week we'll be doing the grand final. And then the week after that, it'll be a Friday night. As we uh, do the Twillies. Yes. So, uh, what you can expect to see is uh, after this weekend, probably Monday or Tuesday, you're going to see the uh, Twillies going up for voting and there'll be almost two full weeks of voting on those. And uh, yeah, and members will be uh, canvassing you guys for to get our final yes. you know, four or whatever we have for each, each uh, multiple choice uh, option uh, vote. And uh, you guys can help us narrow it down to who the actual contenders will be, where there's some doubt or, you know, uncertainty or contention. And, uh, yeah, then they'll, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll go up, you know, Monday, Tuesday, next week. And uh, depending on how long, how long it takes to recover. And it'll <laughs> <and> be fucking... <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good to go. Um, Mailbag, uh, Twitter, first of all, uh, Mr. Warzel. The first thing I want to talk about is the interest in Queensland had the PNG side, the Hunters, in the grand final, 
very like sentimental favourites of the side. Um, the 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 Sunshine Coast, uh, formerly Seagulls, now Falcons. They um, are the storm feeder sides. They had like guys like Jerome Hughes and uh, a couple other guys in the side. Uh, mixed feelings about those being a storm feeder side, but also like a Base- my mate's company is a sponsor, major sponsor of the side. So I kind of like you know have a little soft spot towards them, but um. Man, we're not going to go into that game, you know, those games, um, you know, fully, but what a fucking punish of a game that was. I mean, the result was amazing. Yeah. Fantastic for the international game. Brilliant for PNG. You can't, the way it was, like, you know, with like, you know, 90 seconds to go in the game. And, you know, you can't, you can't deny any of that shit. That was amazing. Yep. But, oh my fucking God, I'd love to see the statistics on that game because the amount of, it was so frustrating because almost every set ended in a drop ball or some, yeah. sh- some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of tough, tough defense all, all the way through the game, especially from the PNG guys, which is what really kept them in it. Um, but, oh my goodness. I'll tell you, yet again, though. You know, the, and I, I think, I think it was our mate, Cleary's bitch, yeah. on Twitter, yep, who came out. He tweeted this earlier in the year that, um, you know, he used to call bullshit on sports movies, and I forget which game he was. Might have yeah. been the went Penrith fuck Canberra. I don't know, yeah. but you know, called bullshit on sports movies. But this year, there have been so many, almost Hollywood yeah. level stories yeah. that come through. And obviously the Cowboys, if they can win on uh, on Sunday, then Cowboys, Cowboys that would become the one mightiest of them. of them all. But um, yeah, the PNG one's still a great story. And fuck, if they, I mean, like as inspirational and you know warm fuzzy feelings you get from the result of that game, if they if they bring that game down to Penrith, who didn't play that amazing to be honest as well when they beat Wyong, uh, they'll still get fucking lapped. Yeah, but you know, you never know. Uh, Mr. Wars sent us one. He said, PNG. This is this is his worst fucking tweet he's ever sent us. Oh, really? PNG. They really hunted down a great season. Collectors of some amazing memories in the search for the Holy Grail. I just wanted to put that out there so people can... Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So people can put... That's out, all he put in the tweet. That's his tweet. Oh, you know, it's his hashtag layers. Yeah, no, there's no... There was no context altering... Okay, well, hang on. First of all, there's not layers. There's layer. <laughs> right? Layer. <laughs> you know, may, maybe if you'd have put something in there about them jonesing for the Holy Grail, that might have been layers if you go from hunters and collectors to Indiana Jones, who also searched for the Holy Grail. Yeah, or maybe like slipped in like, you know, some kind of Monty Python Reference, you know, also, you know, once again, Holy Grail. Exactly. There were layers that potentially could have been added. Maybe he should have sent it after they did the 280 character tweet limit. <laughs> Maybe he would have got them in there otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, um, look, I understand that, you know, your world got rocked <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> uh, yeah. E, e underscore rascals. And I love this one because, you know what, all the, all the talk in the media... This week with the grand final, and as it is, it is every year when this applies or is close to applying. It, they're always like, "Oh, there's you know, uh, no New South Wales teams in the grand final." Oh, fucking not the Heartland, blah blah blah. You know, there's you know, like five of the eight teams oh, that, yeah. that made the finals were, were yeah. New South, you know, Sydney side. So, for starters, you can fuck yourself. But you know, it's an eighteen final series. Sometimes, 
when you've mm-hmm. got like a quarter of the league outside of it, sometimes shit just falls, you know, over a quarter of the league. Yep. Sometimes shit just falls in the, you know, in the, the miraculous combination. But, and there's another one as well. It's like, oh, there's no New South Wales State of Origin players in the grand final or something like that. There's another one as well. Yeah, great. And uh, E underscore Rascals has come in with the great one. So uh, regarding the PNG game, the PNG eat a dick Queenslanders after the, after all the how many New South Wales teams in the finals talk how many Queensland teams won the Queensland Cup <laughs> the answer is zero <laughs> Hunter G Meredith Just be very fucking careful with that shit yeah because cunts will go in there Putin style and just plant a flag the next thing they'll all be wearing maroon jerseys oh fucking I mean as if they haven't got fucking Agent Lamb up there already on that yeah. shit fuck <laughs> uh Hunter at Hunter G Meredith, who is a um, boy Gordon down at Sportsmate, is Ethan Lowe the new urban hipster samurai? See, for me, I thought he had. I I didn't actually when I look at it, I, I didn't think it was like he, he doesn't have like the man bun thing or the samurai thing. Yeah, he's more like the I don't know, like the Bjorn Borg, like just like tape around the long hair thing, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, look, he he to me almost look. He looks like a dead set stoner. He, he, he absolutely does. Like, he looks like he got up, you know... He waked, you could say. <laughs> he woke and boke. Proceeded to boke. <laughs> um, but no, he, he legit looks like he got out of bed. Yep. And then took his bed... And he kicked some sideline fucking conversions. And then he picked up the side of it and turned his bed back into the futon couch that it is during the day. <laughs> And he's got a fucking poster on his wall of Gandalf pulling a cone that says (laughs) The Habit. (laughs) This is very specific. I mean, I'm pretty sure... Let's just say you you know him personally and and you're telling us... And I I don't think he's even, you know, smoke weed every day level stoner. Yeah. I think he is fucking Black Sabbath level stoner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you know what he's fucking doing what he's got to do so as as I've always said you know if if you're fucking doing your job out there and the point is like all those all the alleged activities and interior decor aside what you what you're saying specifically well what he's doing is he's getting a salad bowl full of Nutri-Grain <laughs> and then tipping like a litre of milk into it that's breakfast he's not going out to get a fucking avocado smashed yeah, you know, with a with a fucking deconstructed, you yeah, know, fucking latte or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's at, he's the, the furthest thing from a hipster. Yeah, and you know, there aren't too many players who, when they're kicking, are picturing that they're kicking the ball, you know, down the middle of a lava lamp. <laughs> so, was well, like any wonder he can he, he can nail the conversions. I mean, he's kicking at like twelve posts. <laughs> I mean, he's got like six times the amount of possible outcomes, <laughs> the possible correct outcomes. Um, he's just he's, he's working on a, on a different plane. Yeah. You're talking about layers. It's fucking it's the Ethan Low layer, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Kirst Chapo, how good is it that even though the Bulldogs missed the finals, they still fucked up other team seasons? Amazing. Hashtag congrats, Cowboys. Look, calm calm the farm. The the thing that the Bulldogs did, they yes. Yes, it's by the grace of the Bulldogs defeating the Dragons that the Cowboys got there. But it's not like that these teams have been falling over yeah, that, that's to a let week, them go from week to week. That's a week one of the finals tweet. 
they absolutely 100% Bradbury'd their way into the finals. However, once they got there, then week on week, they've had to do some fucking hard, yeah, hard graft and win games the hard way. And let's also, you know, to to that tweet, that game was more about the Dragons losing it than the Bulldogs winning it. As was every win the Bulldogs got. Yes. Including the banner win against the Broncos earlier in the season that they seem to um, you know, love so much. Just while we're talking Chapo. Yes. Have you made sure that he's got a buddy to help him get to the meetup this weekend? Because I know he struggles with... I'm not a miracle worker. Well, no, I know he struggles with maps because he's dyslexic. Okay. But you didn't know? No. No, I thought you would. No. Why why, 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 why have I been in to know that shit? Well, it's fucking obvious. Because, you know, there was about... 12 months ago, there was... Everyone was talking about how much they loved going out and dicking chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. assumed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Astronauts. New South Wales Rugby League heart... heart oh. Once again, complaining about the crowds. Grand final qualified, you can't, can't even... You can't, can't even filling the stadium. Or can't even English the tweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> State. <laughs> oh. Honestly, twenty eight thousand for the 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 game. I mean, was it the game? I mean, the Storm, you know, crowds have been fantastic for the mm. stadium. Yeah, you know? and even the other one. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was about fucking eight or ten thousand more than I thought it would yeah. be. Yeah, see, you'll spur manly to the rescue once again, giving everyone a club to cheer for on Grand Final Day. Hashtag Good Guy Sea Eagles. Hashtag the People's Club. Exactly. Does, um, does he mean that people will cheer for whoever is playing manly? No, because it's the eels, and who would do that? Oh, or cunts. Cunts would do that. Um, MKH comic, who actually, he, he replied to us, and uh, with that whole dangerous mind scenario last week, he is a teacher in a, in, in a prison. So, Fuck yeah. tough gig, you would imagine. Motherfuckers living in gangster's paradise, for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's, he said, uh, in, in regards to the team name suggestion for the, for the Twill Nation-owned Titans franchise, the Gold Coast franchise, he, he wins. The Gold Coast Mighty Cucks. That's, that's, the, great, that's the greatest one. However, yep. I, I almost put the, um, the GoFundMe up. Yeah, just like made one up. <laughs> well, before, before I then realised that once you actually donate... You have to fucking donate. Yeah, yeah. And those cunts will get 3% of it regardless. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> League Live, uh, our League Live, they, they did a poll. And it said, uh, this week in polls, if you were the majority owner of a, the, the This Week in League NRL club, what would you call it? And uh, they got a few votes there. And Twill Titans, which was the title of the episode, got 19%. Then he's got um, Twiller in decline, 14%. Eighteen uh, percent for the the hashtag hashtag Panthers, <laughs> and forty nine percent the winner the hashtag undefeated unicorns. Well, there you go. Have we said anything about unicorns? No, no. It's just basically uh, they've they've just grabbed a catchphrase, the undefeated asterisk. He's just a. Fu- he's a what br- starts with you? No, an umbrella's not a good mascot. What else starts with you? <laughs> Are you wreath? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Gold Coast stilettos. I was going to say the undefeated Eureka Franklins. <laughs> you know what? There, there is, there is your next Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the that's, see yeah. the flaw with the poll is that there wouldn't be a majority owner. That's what we're against. Yeah, that's true. We are uh, a team of the people. Yeah. Well, we would be the 
sole owner as a collective. Yes. Not a majority. I mean, there would be no other parties, you know, joining. There's no, there's no consortium. That's it's just it. the one. Yeah, like a group. hive mind. Yep. It would nice. be hard to get consensus on selections each week, though. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a poll. Okay, set up. These are the, these are the four guys vying for the position. Two highest votes. <laughs> um, De Niro said, uh, "Is the Ray comment an obscure Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back reference?" And he then attached a YouTube clip, and I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Like deep cuts. I've watched the fuck out of that movie. I mean, I, I love Kev. That's deep cuts. Not on his level though. He does. He does. He does love. He does love. Kev. Actually, he came and watched. Um, Jay and Silent Bob when they did a uh, when they did when, when Kevin and Muse did one of those uh, uh, podcasts like they yep. did the Tivoli a couple of years ago yep and he actually came with us old De Niro but um so he's a big fan he's a big fan of Kev's stuff but I mean man fuck like so am I and I'm just like yeah that's deep cut that's that's deepest of deep cuts so I'm not I'm not so sure about that uh, Mario Siegs the meetup's going to be fun with stepdad being called Ray by everyone so everyone you know what to do. <laughs> so come and talk. Come and talk to him about. It. Come, come and talk to. Come and talk to old stepdad Ray about fucking X factors, and uh, I'm a and, I, and hope that they're serving the, the big red cups there and not fucking <laughs> pint, pint glasses with handles. <laughs> uh, should we discuss the meetup quickly? We'll get to that. We'll, okay. we, we will get to it, and we'll discuss it not quickly in great detail because very, very important, and more important than the football. In fact, fantastic. Alan Paul Walker, uh, great app. Jay nailed Sonny Bill Williams' world fame. He's nobody outside rugby codes. Union team is a bit of a joke. Mm. So that's what, they, that's what they're thinking in the cosmopolitan fucking landscape of Barcelona. Yes. Twill tourists this week. Johnny Big Bananas, who's uh, fucking, like, that's, his Twitter name's Johnny Big Bananas. That's great. And then his display name is underscore J underscore B underscore B <laughs> underscore. So, I mean, still, you still got part, you know, you're obviously, you're half cunt. Okay. Um, he's a twill tourist from uh, Kennedy Space Center, Florida. Weather very similar to back home in Yorkshire, so a bit warm for the hoodie. Beer Boy 182, my last twill tourist for this adventure, and he's been over, what, must be fucking month and a half over there in Europe. Uh, glutton for punishment back at Munich Oktoberfest, defeated <laughs> is a fitting understatement. Uh, underscore Cleary's bitch underscore. It's about getting to the stage where he can change his name to something else, right? No. Bet was forever. He didn't put an end on it. <laughs> no, I don't think it was forever. It was the end of the season, surely. No, it was a tattoo, motherfucker. <laughs> They're having a drink in Singapore, halfway to Italy. He's on a hashtag twill tourist, hashtag bring the grand final chaos, hashtag warriors 2018. Fuck yeah, have a great oh, time learn. in Italy. Yep, you'll never learn. Uh, Mick Rivera, Rivera, he was uh, talking about saying, that, uh, there was the first tweet he sent saying that the reason why all the, all the uh, sports best friends are so anonymous is because they're, they're North Korean sleeper agents. But he said, also, I knew there was something special about the pod. And hearing Comeback Kid being played confirms your excellent taste. Thank you, sir. Hey, um, just quickly, I, I yep. reckon, yep. I'm just putting my tip out there, yep. is our mate Cleary's bitch. Yep. Was he a freshie this year? Because he'd be a shoe in for rookie of the year. He could be. He could be. I, I feel there. Are, I feel there are other contenders as well. But yes, I agree that he would be on the in the conversation. Step up. You got a couple of weeks to make people notice you. Yep. I mean, to be fair, I mean, because like yeah, he, he's attended meetups and stuff like that. And yeah. He's very always tweeting. So yeah. Yeah. Even got himself involved in a foolish fucking <laughs> <laughs> a foolish handle bet with you. Uh, that's cost him dearly <laughs> for like a fucking. Three it was or foolish for, than for no other reason than his team's the Warriors and it relied <laughs> on them winning. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's like the worst. I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't have. I mean, literally, you would. Yeah, we talk about. Oh, you know, if I was having a team play for my life, 
You wouldn't even have them play for your Twitter handle. He did. Like, put it this way. If you said, you know, I've got a 50 cent coin here. Yep. I wouldn't bet that it was going to roll a three. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we had, we had, sorry, we had our biggest tiger uh, tool tourist as well. Um, he said at the Rugby League Museum's Hall of Heroes, where there are no asterisks required. Fuck yeah. Well done. This week in Ben Pomeroy, the uh, boys are back. They they basically were just late last week, and unfortunately for them, too late because um, the, the show was already like released. <laughs> so, uh, no bus, boys. They'll pick it up again this week. Now the lads, Tom and Mark from the Super League Pod here, ready to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL, this week in Pomeroy. And we start on Thursday night at the AJ Bell, where St Helens got over a nervy start against homeside Salford Red Devils to record a 30-4 victory, and all but secure themselves a playoff berth ahead of the remaining weekend's fixtures. Ben Barber is starting to find fitness and form for St Helens, chipping in with another try from fullback to accompany tries from England prop Alex Wormsley. Keep listening to find out if Saints made the playoffs after the weekend's play. And so with that in mind, we move to Friday night at the Jungle, where a much-rotated Castleford side proved easy meat for Hull FC, who got out of West Yorkshire with a 48 points to 16 victory. Hull dominated from start to finish in this one, thanks to tries from Man of Steel nominee Albert Kelly, Carlos Tumuvave, and a hat-trick from Jake Connor. It wasn't the only hat-trick of the evening, though, as Castleford's young winger Tuo Igodo got three of his own on debut for Castleford Tigers and both these sides will now participate in the semi-finals next week. Then at the same time in Huddersfield, Leeds Rhinos recorded a comfortable 36-12 win over the Giants to keep their momentum going as they head into the semi-finals. A try double from vet from departing veteran Danny Maguire was supplemented by tries from Jimmy Kindhorse, Callum Watkins, Anthony Mullally and the also departing Rob Burrow. For Huddersfield, attention now turns to 2018, whilst Leeds can look forward to welcoming Hull FC to Headingley in the semi-finals. And finally, on Saturday, your world champion Wigan Warriors needed a 90-point victory over Wakefield Trinity in order to force themselves into an unlikely fourth-place finish and secure semi-final footy. But it was Wakey who got the victory and Wigan who never looked up for this one, as the Bellevue faithful were treated to a 5-try, 32-0 scoreline. One try each from Ben Jones-Bishop, Milky Miller, Sam Williams, Scott Griggs and Keegan Hurst were sufficient to see Wakefield finish the season above Wigan for only the second time in Super League history. Meanwhile, in the qualifiers, Wigan sealed their place in Super League for another year with a 12-10 victory away against the Catalan Dragons in Perpignan. Tony Smith's reign at Warrington came to an end with a 46-24 win over newly promoted Hull Kingston Rovers. Lee Centurions overpowered the London Broncos to move up into fourth spot ahead of the Million Pound game with a 4-1-4 victory in the capital. And Fev Rovers ended their season with a 26-20 win away at bottom side Halifax. So all that means that Cass will face St Helens and Leeds Rhinos will face Hull FC in the semi-finals. Wakefield finished outside the top four in fifth place with Wigan, Salford and Huddersfield ending the season in sixth, seventh and eighth place respectively. In the qualifiers, Warrington finished top ahead of Widnes and Hull KR, who all take their place in Super League for 2018. Lee now welcome Catalan Dragons to the Elite Sports Village for the Million Pounds game, with the loser of that one set to fall into the championship next year. London ended up on sixth ahead of Fev and Halifax in seventh and eighth. Okay, so this week we got an email from 
look, you can't even we can't even say if it's like a first. You know, it's definitely a first time emailer. Can't don't know if it's a long time long time listener though. But certainly this year, um, just use his first name, Vice. As in, uh, if I'm you know, pronouncing it with the you know correctly, was it a V? No, it's not. It's a W E I S or a Vice. Maybe it's the guy who invented those fucking delicious ice creams without sticks in them. But yeah, you know, the, the I, I, I do like I do like your fucking ice creams, sir. What are they like, Christopher Reeve ice creams? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I've been thinking that this is a this is such a fucking good call, and if you don't understand this visually, I'm gonna get take the pictures out of this tweet, tweet and tweet them out because it's seriously silly. This is one of the greatest calls of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. Hey guys, I've been thinking this all year and can't believe no one has mentioned it. Felice Kafusi looks exactly like US comedian Wanda Sykes. <laughs> Cheers, keep up the good work. <laughs> and the the examples he's provided are fucking tremendous. And yes, he like it's. it's I, I've never seen both of them in the same place at the same time. That's like, what I'm it's saying. It's just so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that, and I, I agree with him. I can't believe no one else has said it because when you see it, you just can't unsee it. I think Wanda's a pretty niche mark in Australia. She hasn't really had any big smash hits here, has she? Yeah, I mean, like she had, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd have to kind of. I mean, people who watch Curb would, you know. Yeah. And but then she had like you know her own show, and you know I know more out of just movies where she's been a, you know, kind of small, small yeah. role. You know. I reckon if you surveyed you know, a thousand people, mm-hmm. you would have a decent amount of them look at her and go, oh, wasn't she the sweet lady that turned angry in Police Academy? That's how <laughs> unknown she is. <laughs> but oh, fuck. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now uh, moving on to um, the meetup stuff. Okay, so we released it on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, sent emails out and things like that. The main grand final meetup is taking place at the Edinburgh Castle on the corner of Pitt and Bathurst Streets in the Sydney CBD. Not in Edinburgh. Not in Edinburgh itself. I think it'd just be too hard to organise flights for everyone else. We've, we've left it late now. I would, I would still appreciate, though, if somehow there's people listening in Scotland somewhere. Who got to a tourist or, you know, and they where just, are you? They show up at the Edinburgh Hotel and go, cunts <laughs> and don't show up at the Edinburgh Castle Hotel in like Kedron or whatever either you know. Brisbane because that's not no one's going to be there no yeah, except for old fucking you know, tea bags <laughs> that's, where, that's who will be there but um, that's where we're going to be they open on Sunday at midday so we've got the we, we fucking own the joint from midday and they shut at 10pm I think oh, so. we, have, we have a room yeah we don't have the joint no but we own we, we own their fucking joint that's what I'm saying they might allow us you're the gonna upstairs. Get, you're going to get RSA before we get in there, you fuck. <laughs> oh, this is what happens when we don't drink for a whole year. We own the upstairs. We own the upstairs area. I don't even know if it's upstairs. Yeah. I've never been there. Okay. We own an area. Yeah. Well, the, re- the, the pre... The pre uh, what do you call it? The fucking reconnaissance that happened was not the room that wasn't the upstairs that was the... If it's down... Wherever the fuck it is, we've got... There's a, a room. We've got, we've got room for us. Look for green shirts or hoodies or something. Well, look for like the only fucking people are going to be in there, really, yeah, right? True. And um, and they'll be doing something. Like, make sure when you get there's a couple of things to remember. One, it's a it's a it's a pub, so you know, fucking behave yourselves. Don't don't get RSA. Like, fuck, don't be that yeah. guy. Um, like me, or fucking life's a Thursday or anyone. 
Well, don't be the dashing Dan. Don't don't tell the staff that you know that that you think are Polish. Don't talk to them about fucking Nazi tanks rolling yeah. in. And shit. You know, no. Represent the show with some <laughs> with, with some dignity and class, please. <laughs> um, so secondly, we well, yeah. So we'll be starting at twelve. They shut at ten. We've got it for as long as we're there, pretty much, right? It was oh, but by the time the grand final's on, because the grand final starts yeah. at like seven. Seven ish, yeah. and then so it'll be finished at nine ish, and then so it we pretty it works out actually really well in terms of uh, the time yep. the games are on and stuff like that. I think the first game's on about one thirty or something, yeah. so so it works out really well. Um, they will be doing uh, like stamps or wristbands or some, some, or some sort of identifier. So just um, basically, uh, we we need when you when you're getting a drink or whatever, just make sure they know that so it goes on our thing, so that they um can see the business that we've brought to them essentially oh, yeah. and um anything else I need to know uh, there are some people uh talking who apparently midday is not early enough to begin drinking and have started saying because you know historically we've we've done you know like a 10am just down the block down the road from El Loco because it was yeah. there and it was convenient this year uh, it appears the consensus is the Sir John Young Hotel at 557 George Street so that's near around the like the movie precinct and that there on George Street okay, yeah, okay. so so people are saying 10.30 there if you're going to be an early one Fuck. you can go there and then you can wander over and um, hit it up at 12 and uh, but yep. there's you know the the members function members only function is the Saturday night yep but Sunday for the grand final all are welcome come along bring your friends bring your enemies don't wear a South jersey you know, if you go for South, wear a fucking South jersey. Why they can wear a South jersey? Why not? This is a time to be inclusive of people representing their teams. Well, no, man. I'm still hoping that Russell Crowell accept my invitation to show up. I thought I extended to him last year when someone saw him at El Loco. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't want him to have any ammunition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so yeah, so um, yeah, everyone's welcome. Uh, members. You uh, will will have received an email with the details of the members only function that will take place on Saturday night. That's not going to be um, a huge a huge one, I would imagine. I mean, it does, it kicks off at seven. In case you didn't know, uh, location in the email and look, you know, if it's gone, if it's still you know kicking like you know eleven, I'd be very fucking surprised. I won't yeah. be kicking there at eleven because I want to fucking get I want to get a good night's sleep before the fucking main game. Yeah, fuck <laughs> so um, yeah, can't wait to see everyone there. Uh, look forward to it, and uh, yeah, I mean, it seems to be a lot of new faces that I have no idea uh, who they are that, that are talking about coming to the to the well, both functions because we've got new members and you know into the other one. So it's going to be great to meet a bunch of your new guys. That's and, it, um, and for you guys to meet each other. Yeah, because that's one of the best things that come out of it. I mean, yeah. you get like you know, so many people like meeting each other, and you know, you might even chat to each other on Twitter and stuff, and you know each other by the handle. It's great to you know, put a face to the name. I don't and that know, sort of man. Thing. I'm I'm so much these days about the whole you know social media yeah. is the vocal minority. Mm-hmm. I'm all for the listeners who don't get on the fucking tweet machine. Yep, and are going to come along and meet other people and yep. I get sucked into the fucking ranted abyss that is <laughs> social media. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, maybe meet a future soulmate. Yeah, it's possible. So it's possible. Yeah, go on rugby league tours around the world. Yeah, find somebody with common background and support them in the World Cup. Yep. Bemoan why your country still selects Robbie Farah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Why a, com- why a, ca- a country that fucking can event of magnificence, like, you know, like your HSPs and your fucking kebabs <laughs> and all that good shit, still <laughs> can't invent themselves a selector that doesn't pick Robbie fucking Farah yes. <laughs> in their side. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to it, guys. Um, Grasshopper474 sent us a tweet. And he's a dude that I'd be looking forward to meeting. He's, uh, if I didn't have to go to a stupid wedding, I'd be there. Now, I put this like... What kind of person books a wedding on grand final day? Probably, probably. I mean, I imagine that they'd be not a world away of difference from people who do their weddings on Fridays. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to say Kim Jong Un. Well, you know those. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because that's what they're not a world away from. I, just, I, I feel. I feel like Sunday on grand final day hmm. would be a day when venues would be empty and the price would be reduced. Hmm. Because everyone's, you know, doing footy things and yeah. you know, they're at that footy or they're having barbecues or you know they're they're heading to rugby league podcast meetups and so forth. Yes. But I just think Cunts. Well, I don't know, I don't know. Like me personally, you know, when you think about making decisions about getting married and stuff like that, you kind of want all your friends and family to be able to come and stuff. So you try and mm. think of inoffensive dates and non clashy dates and you know, stuff where people aren't gonna be like fucking flung across the world you know think, make it easy for people you know and, and look as we normally project onto others the decisions we ourselves would make yeah I know for a fucking fact that I wouldn't be at that wedding so <laughs> <laughs> oh, tremendous <laughs> and uh, Swiss underscore cowboy underscore 78 he said I'm really sad to miss this because he's in Switzerland uh, but have a lot of fun there will there be some periscope action I, maybe if we remember that sounded really filthy for a couple of seconds till I was going to say it's like is it going to be like space docking or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's a fucking periscope <laughs> yeah it's like a space dock for someone with a natural bend in their appendage or something. I don't know but is that when you make your dick look like Daly Cherry Evans <laughs> what, what, I mean what, what process do you follow to, to, to do this act I don't know you, you'd stretch it out so it's got a really long neck <laughs> And then you'd make it afraid of Cameron Smith. And that would be the perfect imitation of Daly Cherry Evans. I think I could do that really well because I don't, I don't think my dick would, would, wouldn't be... <laughs> I mean, whose dick isn't afraid of Cameron Smith? <laughs> I mean, the pedigree that guy has, it's like joint manipulation, <laughs> strangulation. Do you really want him within striking distance? I don't know. The chicken wing. Let's dip Let's dip your dick into a box of snakes. Same, this is the same thing. I don't know, you look at the how he does the chicken wing. He's got a fairly nice, you know, elbow crease on the inside. So you're like, so you're like, yeah, Cam, just do that for another 35, 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a grub. Do another 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> look, we will, we'll do, you know, do some Snapchatting and 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 some and some Periscope stuff. To the extent that we remember to do so, yeah. <laughs> because once you know, beers are drunk. You know, you you chatting to people and I'll stuff like what, that. If, you kind of forget a little bit. If any, if anyone is out there, and, and I would nominate Timmy coming. Yeah, Timmy's coming. Timmy's going to the, the 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 grand final too, so he'll be shooting through at some stage. You won't be there for the duration, okay. but I I would almost go so far as because he is, you know, the, the, show, the showbiz yeah expert. That he uh, could be in charge of periscoping. Yep. And everyone could throw him a follow yes. in return so they can know when it's going to happen. Yes. So there it is, Sunday, midday, 
be there. The Edinburgh Castle. Pitt Street. Corner Bath Street. Sydney CBD. Fucking be there. And members be the other one. And uh, fucking great weekend. Can't wait. News this week It's very fluffy Week in terms of Yes you know, Started at the bottom Now they're here This dude You know <laughs> I don't give a fuck About that shit Yeah Look you know And, and look the People need narratives Yes Well to, you know This, this is This and origin The three origin weeks Of the year Yeah uh, The narratives That you fucking uh, they're, they're not 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 even forgivable. I mean, I think it's they're completely understandable. And and uh, jur- yeah, journalists great. are all going on fucking Mister Wars level quests for layers. <laughs> and so every story you're going to read this week is going to be shit about. Well, you know, Tamari Martin turned down Melbourne when he was twenty, mm-hmm. and now he's playing in a grand final against, against the that team very side. Well, yeah, okay. He also turned down three other clubs that aren't in the grand final. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Couple of interesting ones. And the the speculation bullshit around, you know, player movements yep. continues. Uh, the only thing we know that is firm is that the Titans have finally put a line on the table for Ash Taylor. And what's that? It's the Gold Coast. What do you think it is? Yeah, yeah, okay. Lined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, i going through. Um, he has five weeks to accept the deal as the Titans work overtime to sign him up. They've given him a three-year deal, which would take him to the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't gone about... They haven't printed money. So, all we know is the Titans have tabled him something. We yep. don't know how much, but it'll keep him there till 2021, which is, isn't a bad length of time. I think it's a it's it's great for the Titans. However, it just it just feels like it's almost inevitable the way that the contract periods line up, yeah. positions opening in 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 other clubs. It just it it, all, it just feels like it's. Definitely going to happen with him going. It just feels like it's assumed. It's definitely going to hear him. He's going back to to Brisbane. To Brisbane, yeah. yeah. It it is interesting, and if you look at, and we'll get into this a bit more in the Brisbane game, but you yeah, know, um, earlier in the year, Wayne Bennett dropped Ben Hunt. Yeah, like dropped him to Reggie's. Yeah, and he'd come back from injury, so yeah. Yep. You know, and he said, but Wayne Bennett said in the press, our Harps pairing next year. Will be Milford and Nicarima. Yep. We have decided that. And so that's we need us to proceed on that basis. Yeah. And having watched that, halves, you know, it's been disjointed because they lost their hooker and mm. had to shuffle around. Still not flash. <laughs> not flash. <laughs> so, um, Brisbane have got Nicarima on a fairly long term deal, but he can play a couple of other positions. Yeah. Um, if I was Ash Taylor. And look, honestly, the gap's not as big as it was. If you'd have asked that question of him, I reckon, six weeks ago, yeah, the Broncos were the fucking gleaming 
yeah, yeah. club of you know success. The Titans are a shambles, but um, I think that gap's tightened a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, if he's got the if he's still got the warm fuzzies about you know about the Broncos, oh yeah, yeah, and what they wanted to come home, blah blah blah, then. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop that, and it's just a, it's, it's it's you know the time is right for him. I mean, it works out perfectly for him to do it. It's just a matter, of, I mean, and he'll be able to too. All he has to do is just not sign with the Titans, mm. and just run it out. So, is there anything more interesting to talk about? Um, no, not really. The Moylan bullshit's continuing. Yeah, what's this thing? Yeah, the Mo- okay. Let's think the continuing sagas with Moylan, Bulldogs coaching, Titans coaching. They've interviewed Laurie Daly for the position. I don't think I don't think a part if if Laurie Daly is what they say he is in terms of the culture that he brought into the or had with the New South Wales side where motherfuckers are drinking and you know and and apparently mm. he, apparently his drinking bills were huge like you know the socialising bills or you know yeah. what we call it bonding session bills were astronomical. Is it, the Gold Coast is not the place with that kind of coach? No, nah. because that's the place. Gold Coast is a place where that shit happens automatically. Yes, outside of football and. Everybody around you is trying to enable that sort of shit. Yeah, it's yeah. So I do not think he's the correct one. It's so like it's you, it didn't look cut and dried for a lot of these positions, but it seemed like you know you think you know the way it's going to go, and it just changes. I saw the dogs, you know, potentially floating like a three three person yeah. head of you know like ex players. So I assume that gets gets Dimmick and Pay on board, uh, you know, rather than one or the other. Well, see, you know. The, the other massive news is that Big John's come home. Yeah. You know, he's um, had enough of the fucking... Razzle-dazzle. Failure. Had enough of the razzle-dazzle high-flying. That is the, uh, the Northern Beaches. <laughs> and uh, and you've, you've got to understand, and look, that him as a dad, yes. you know, obviously, his kid's coming through. And it would be very hard for him to be, you know, if, if he was to the Gold Coast, but yeah, being involved elsewhere. And I think for the Panthers, it is an absolute fantastic get. It's one of the qualities I've always said you look for in a coach is a man who, you know, on the proudest moment of his life, looks at his newborn and says, I'm going to name you after a Beverly Hillbilly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, mean, you just, you, I mean, you just don't get more Penrith than that. No. <laughs> I mean, he's a Penrithist man alive. And did you see it when he was watching the um, he was watching his kid run around in the, in the game on the weekend? They put the camera on him yeah. right in the middle. He's in the middle of hitting the beer, and then he realizes he's on camera. He's like, "Oh, yeah, okay, you got me." Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it, apart from the game narratives, yeah. I think it's a very slow news week, and I think we should just get into the fucking footy. Fuck yeah. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV, viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play. Download League Live today. And, uh, yeah, don't forget, our League Live is the Twitter account you need to follow. Uh, stats during games. Um... Plus a lot of just a lot of interesting art articles and stuff like that as well, and they're putting out through there. Um, so make sure you get around that. I mean, I'm sure you're all on it already, but uh, just in case, just uh, any get... particular stats you want to talk about, or you want to get into the games, because um... look, we'll get into the games. But I just want to remind people that when you're looking through your league live, yep. um, you tab up the top, 
where it says NRL Telstra Premiership. Yeah. You can click on that and open up a myriad of other competitions. And you can go to like the Holden Cup, like the real competition that's still alive at the moment in the football. Um, New South Wales Cup. No, 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 no. Hmm. That one's done. Penrith won that. Good congratulations, Penrith. Yeah, but that's the one that matters. Now we get. Well, that doesn't matter. Now it's just for, like we're going for the national title this week. Yeah. Well, international title. Well, it's the world title. Yeah, it the, is. World, it's the world. The world. The world series. The world of rugby league. The world series of orange peeling, <laughs> of rugby league. <laughs> Fucking motherfuckers will become listening to my story <laughs> about a boy named Jed. Um, but yeah, and you know. It, it is a great place because I know you know it, it is tough to see the juniors games televised if you're not in the local area to, yep. to get out there and watch them. So a fantastic place to, to keep touch with the junior junior teams that are feeding your first grade. Exactly, exactly. And uh, the other thing as well is um, get onto their NFL app as well. I mean, because they've got apps around fucking. Well, I mean, you know, if you're into if you're into if you're on soccer Twitter, I mean, they've got like the EPL live app as well. Um, and uh, you know they've got the NFL, so you can get it. You can get around all of these apps. I mean, um, the NFL one is the NFL Live, you know, this year, and um, and yeah, I mean, that's the one that I'm. I've just re. I mean, it's not that you, you delete the apps, but you shuffle them around. They get the home screen, and then they, you know, then it's like off season. So now nah, you got to fuck off down the. <laughs> it's like the ESPN Fantasy Football app. You're on the third screen, but now you come back to the front screen because I'm gonna nice. I'm gonna need your ass for the next couple of weeks. So. Uh, Get around it and um, yeah, so sports apps for days. Just look up sports mate in the App Store or Google Play and uh, check out all their apps and go for it. Um, now the first game we had was the Melbourne Storm thirty defeating the Brisbane Broncos zero down there at the Korean Housewife. The uh, crowd of just under twenty nine thousand twenty eight eight two one. Storm, 30 points, came from tries to Josh Adokar, a double to Billy Slater, and also a try to uh, Nelson Asafa Solomona. Cameron Smith, 4-4 four four conversions and a couple of penalty goals. Torhu Harris also with a penalty goal. So it was like a testimonial goal for Torhu. Now, Broncos, fucking nothing. Zero. This was a strange-ass game. The first half was just... The whole the whole game was strange because it definitely wasn't like a didn't it didn't feel like a thirty nil game. I mean, if you rewind the clock back to two thousand and eight when the Storm took on uh, the Sharks in the corresponding game, yeah, they fucking destroyed them for thirty nil. Yeah. This one, I, I can understand why Broncos fans they weren't just delusional. Like I, I I can understand why they were kind of like you know that was you know it was a good effort because they outright bombed two tries in the first half. Like yeah, fucking trying trying to take them on and yeah. and you know not passing to open guys like shit. I mean, absolutely bomb tries. I mean, I'm going to put down for two. I mean, you know, you could be you know more conservative well, or did, more generous. But and, then on the same note, yeah, Melbourne run characteristically poor. They were bad. The kicking game was generally amazing, but not this time. It wasn't great. Uh, lot yeah, lots of mistakes. Very un Melbourne like performance. With the exception of the fucking last thirty seconds of the first half, or last yeah. minute of it, when they with that, that amazing offload, and then the fox away he goes and uh, scores a try to make it eight nil at half time. Yep. Second half, it felt like it was. I mean, the storm was certainly got better than they were in the first half, yeah. but it was still very strangely non-dominant. And then every now and then they'd bust out, and then someone would score a try. Look, it, here's the, if, if you're looking at that storm team. 
like the the Ebony Adonis on the wing. Yep. Dropped the ball cold. Yep. And as as good as you are, the the best wingers are, are going to have uncharacteristic barriers. Yep. Like that sometimes. When Melbourne have those games, when other teams you you may get patches where they're defending poorly, you know, as a team, or there's something that's lacking there in in a certain section of the field. Yep. When Melbourne fall down like that, it's generally people like Cronk and Smith. And it's not that they're fucking up. It was just, you know, Smith was putting in some little grubbers from dummy half. Yep. And where if he kicked 100 of those, 95 of them he'd get to sit up in the in goal. Yeah. Yep. It just so happened that three of them he's rolled dead. Yep. And given seven tackle sets. When Cronk was putting kicks through, they were just off the mark by a little bit or they were going dead as well. So I'm not sure that Melbourne were too horrible. It was just you know, a, an uncanny coincidence that those guys were having some, some off moments yeah. with the boot. The good thing for them is they can capitalise on that. You know, sorry, not capitalise, but, but make Improve up for on that, that with yeah. their defence. Yeah. Um, Brisbane, I think, just they really lack leadership at the moment. I mean, they 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 got those two almost tries in the first half, but other than that, but and in the second half they were very unthreatening. Yes, it felt like it felt like you know Penrith versus Brisbane the week before. Never really felt like there was any danger. Yeah, that, that, that one side was going the, the the Broncos in this case. Yeah, playing the role of Penrith the week before, they, they, mm. it just never really felt like they were any, in any danger of scoring. Mm. And that's the thing, you you know, whereas previously that teams had. You know, all throughout the the successful period, they had Lockyer there, who yep. was a an excellent leader. Yeah. You know, back down to to the last little while in 2015, they still had those old hands. They still yep. had your Corey Parkers, those sorts yep. of guys, um, to lead them. And Ben Hunt was doing as much as he could. But I'm I'd be a little bit concerned if I was a, a Broncos fan. That Anthony Milford's turning into um, Jamie Soward the second, except without the pinpoint long kicking game. Yeah, yeah. You see, if it's it was very, but there's been there's been games when that same exact same lineup has clicked. I think a big part of it maybe was that Darius Boyd was. I mean, what do they what do they put him at? Like seventy five percent at best. Well, he he got what is it? I think it was fifty six minutes he got. Yeah, he's clearly fucking. And like, he was gone. Yeah, he was gone. Well before they took him off. It's one of those situations where if the, if it was round round twenty that game, hmm. there's no chance he would have played. No. And he may have had twenty one off as well. You know. And that's the thing. I'm I'm not sure that Darius Boyd is that much of an impact player. Not an impact, no. But I'm telling you, as an overall influence on the the fortunes of that team, he's definitely m- more valuable than. Than you know these you know then big moments and, and and that sort of thing you know what yeah I mean? but but is Darius at half pace not being able to move and chase kicks properly you know yeah well I mean, and look it's part, it's yeah. a good point there, there was one one of the seven tackle sets that Brisbane got they only got because Darius could not chase the fucking ball yeah and just by you know by luck it you know just kept going it, yeah and it was one of those ones where it's hit and it's it bounced bounced once and then went. Yeah, like into the third row. Yep. Just kick that high. Yep. And that could very well have hit the other point and gone back. Yeah. And there were five chases coming through that Darius was getting nowhere near. Yep. Yep. Um, the other thing that concerns me a little bit is Brisbane's depth next year. 
Yeah, it's a, I, I don't like to make early calls on Brisbane's depth because they always find guys. They, they do. always seem to have a way to find guys. Yeah, they do. So, but if you look at the the two most dominant players on that field, who would you say they were for Brisbane? Oh fuck! Well, okay. I mean, should be dominant or were dominant? I were mean, dominant. like obviously Ben Hunt is is uh, has been great for them. And I think the other one was Benji Marshall. Yeah. Isn't it weird? It's it's, it's 2017. It's it's it almost sounds like you know almost piss taking. I know. That. It's 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 one of the great. It's actually one of my favourite things of this season. <laughs> but the the bench because like when when he's signed, Broncos fans are just like what the fuck the bench nations. <laughs> yeah. But I mean the fact that he yeah. actually rebuilt his first grade career, and Wayne I guess, I guess Wayne finally gave him the you know the tools to and and the right words and coaching yep. to change, you know, to realise he's not 2011 Benji yeah. and uh, to change the way he plays a little bit. And oh, I think it's great. And just the, to see the way that he won over Brisbane fans yep. was is one of the, my favourite things this season because fucking no one saw it coming. No, not at all. I mean, it was like, you know, Redcliffe at best kind of situation, yeah. really. But uh, So, you know, you, you look at the, they're losing that, they lose Moga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's, he's there's got fucking. He's got some fucking problems though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got some dick fingers and shit, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, he can. You know, he's, he's he's the big dude. He can he can trample some fucking guys and everything. But, yeah, I mean, Moga's like you know that that time back in the eighties where your dad decided to drive home from the pub drunk, <laughs> and he'd sort of wake up and he was home and he was okay. Okay, so he's happy. He got there all right, yeah. but he knew there was something that he was going to have to fucking deal yeah, with. Yeah. Back in the back in the old day when the old days when cars were made of metal, and <laughs> usually protected protected the drivers a little bit better. Um, <laughs> Adam Blair, fuck, like yeah. look, it's no it's no news to anybody that Adam Blair is a fucking grubby human being. But even I found myself surprised. Yeah. By like, because this is fucking guys he's played with. He's yeah. played in grand final asterisks with. Yep. And he's and he's coming out trying to fucking end like Cooper yeah. Cronk. Yeah. It, Fuck me. I was stuck. I mean, it just. I mean, okay. One on a, on some deep level, it obviously mm. speaks to what an intensely fierce competitor he is. I get that. However, so is Cameron Smith. You yeah. know, and I mean, he's you know through he's had his periods of Bellamy coached. You know, locks and things like that. Yeah. Like subtle, like sneaky shit. Yep. But like actual, like you know, coming out like late. Yeah. Off the ball, that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's generally not, you know, that's mm. you know, not in in that sort of game. It's, it's this whole new level look, of like thuggery. I, I think that that's a, a big thing, and and that's going to be, I think, Wayne's biggest challenge next year. Because Adam Blair is a good example. He's gone. Yeah. Like he he's going to the Bros Club. Yeah. Next year. Yep. Um, and there are a bunch of other players who had pretty much checked out. It was almost as if Brisbane went in there going, "Well, we've hit Melbourne." So Storm we're we'll, going to win we'll the, give it the grand crack. final. So we'll, yep. um, and and I think and look, you know, there, there wouldn't be too many other coaches that you'd think could pull that off with with a group of such young players. But that'll yep. be, I think, Wayne's biggest challenge for next year. And um, and the other one was was it Kahu? Who was the one that fucking put the the Macho Man the Savage hot on, um, on on the leg on Billy? Yeah, I got no Fuck love for with, yeah. I got no love for Billy, but I mean. Fuck! What do you have to do to get an eight-point try? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that—that that is. 
I mean, like being fucking fouled in the process. Of, I mean, it's textbook. And I mean, it was irrelevant at that time. Maybe that played against it a bit because, you know, it was irrelevant at that stage of the game, whether it was six or eight. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it was scored, you know, by the post, I think. It was, like, you know, pretty close to the post, I thought. Um, so, but still, just grubby behaviour. And you don't often see Brisbane, you know, throw the toys out and resort to that sort of shit when the game's past them. Mm. Maybe it's because the game's not past them to that extent that often. I don't know, but... Um, mm. Yeah. Stuart Marler. It's almost ironic that Brisbane qualified for that game by beating a team with nothing to offer in attack. Underscore Cleary's bitch underscore. That was the most pathetic loss I have seen since Team USA got destroyed in the first game against Iceland in the Mighty Ducks 2. Oof. Wally Frogmore. That was a Mr. Hands revenge game. You get that? <laughs> You've seen that movie, right? <laughs> Now, see, the, the interesting thing here, though, yeah. like you look at that game, yeah, yeah, and people are saying it was an, an uncharacteristic Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne recorded ten errors in yeah. that match. So if you take, I, I think it was four or five seven tackle sets that they gave Brisbane. Yeah. That's that's five, let's say, handling errors. Yeah, all game. So they're going in as errors, are they? Though I, like, I believe so. Okay, that that doesn't sound. Proper. No, they may not then. Yeah. But my point is, Melbourne gave away two penalties. Yeah. That sounds like that's is that low for them? That very uh, low. Uh, you know, the normal sort of four or five is yeah. is about. Yeah. But for a team to to be able to tighten up in that area. Yeah. And still not concede points. Mm-hmm. That'd give them a bit of confidence going yeah, into for this sure. week. Uh, Mr. Wars, still proud as fuck. Love you, Broncos. On to next year. Kiss, kiss, kiss. How the fuck are you proud as fuck of getting done 30 nil? It's like, it's like proud of the effort. It's like he's giving them a participation medal in his own way. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I have the utmost respect for people fucking sticking by their team through thick and thin. No matter yep. what happens, I've been there, I've done it myself. But at yep. some stage, you've got to fucking call a spade a spade. <laughs> Man, we got pumped. Yeah. We got pumped. Like, you're not proud of them. You had the perfect opportunity when Gunny fucked up the first try. Mm-hmm. You had the perfect opportunity to go up fucking 12 on them. Yep. And that puts that game into a whole fucking different light. Yep. Because the fucking Jamie Soward Broncos that are running around at the moment are front runners. Yes. And you'd be in the grand final this week. You'd be up against a Thurstonless Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 2015 revenge game, blah, 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 Dead. narrative. Yeah. Motivation internally. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cruzy06, it's been a disappointing year from the Bronx. Thanks for the season, guys. See you in 2018. Look, it's a disappointing end of the year, but at the end of the day, you're fucking one game from grand final. One game from grand final. 12 teams the Broncos would a- appreciate that season. Fucking right. Broncos, as usual, very heavily origin affected. Yep. Um, pretty shitty schedule they get. Yeah, I mean, those week breaks between games are just fucking atrocious. Yeah. Um, you know, you had some disruptions with injuries. Yep. Some fairly significant injuries to some yeah, rec McCull- Yeah, McCull- the McCulloch injury was huge, but then they then they unearthed, you know, the revelation of Ben Hunt playing a hooker yeah. that's worked out great for them. And then Boyd, you know, I think his injury in the finals is what ultimately yeah, cost them the most. Yep. Um, and then Sims, they lost yeah, as well Sim- up yeah. front. Yep, yep. Alpha Ben RL. 
Does Benji Marshall's DNA hold the key to human rejuvenation? Has he been eating power bands? Let's experiment. That's the one thing. I mean, those, those power bands, maybe science today should revisit the power band. Science, like six years ago, whenever they got debunked or whatever, maybe back then we just didn't have the technology to measure the, the qualities, the magical qualities of the power band. Because Look, here's the thing. Do you know those wristbands they sell for seasickness that work on pressure points? <laughs> yeah. You know those? No, I, I'm not aware of them, but I can understand. Okay, so I the, believe there's a product. That, the, I understand the, that. There are these product. things that they sell in fucking pharmacies okay. where they also sell medicines. Okay. And they're elastic bands with a plastic bit on them and there's a nub on the plastic bit. And you've got to position it somewhere you on your wrist. put it on your wrist. It's you know, sort of over the vein or the tendon or whatever. Yeah. And it stops seasickness. Okay. Science has debunked the fuck out of that too. There is nothing that cures or stops seasickness. <laughs> there are some chemicals that stop nausea and vertigo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. can't still buy them. So yeah. if I was Benji, I would be marketing the fuck out of my Benji if, Marshall power if the, bands. Uh, if, if, if power bands haven't been legal, like litigated out of existence with yeah, the, 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 the company uh, after they were debunked years ago, he should be approaching them saying, look, motherfuckers, have I got a campaign for you? Look at this. I was this Benji. Now this Benji. Power band all the way. I was throwing balls over the sideline. <laughs> this year, I'm one game from the grand final. I'm not saying the power bands did it all, but I'm not not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Uh, okay, moving on to the next game. North Queensland Cowboys 29 to feed the Roosters 16 at Allianz. A uh, crowd of just under 29,000 again. 28908. And the... Um, Cowboys 29 came from tries to Tamari Martin, Kane Linnett, Kyle Felt, and Scott Bolton. Ethan Light, four of four conversions and a couple of penalty goals. Michael Morgan with the field goal that essentially iced the game. And the uh, Roosters 16 came tries to Latrell Mitchell, Connor Watson, Blake Ferguson, and uh, two of three conversions to Michael Gordon. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the, this Cowboys side. This Cowboys side is amazing. The first, I think one of the key things in this game is that fucking team that the Roosters trotted out. These are guys that have a pretty much full roster of guys from which to draw from. Yep. And they're going to run with like two forwards on the bench. Yep. Going into a game where you know that your opposition, if they're close enough are going to come at you with the fury of a thousand Tamalolos for the last 20 minutes and he's going to get 150 metres in that last 20 minutes. Yeah. So you're going to want some kind of fresh guy that's big enough to put in front of him because you don't have unlimited interchanges to keep your other guys fresh. Maybe Friendy can pick up Connor Watson and hit Tamalolo with him. <laughs> well, look, you know, it sounds, it sounds great, you know, when you're drawing on a whiteboard, but... Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't actually work in real yeah. life. And I feel that just on a coaching level, it was such a blunder that it required the Roosters to be ahead by enough at the 60-minute mark mm. to try to somehow try and maintain that. And mm. as it turned out, they weren't. They were, behind, they, were, they were in front by like, you know, two or something at that stage, which yep. is, it's not, it's not enough with this 2017, you know, wet sail Cowboys. Yeah. Led by Talmalolo in the final period of the game. Yeah, and the other one, and you know, I know you've you know, you've already said you've got two forwards on your bench, but 
it's another finals game, another grand final qualifier. Yep. Where a coach has put a half busted player in there. Now Wayne did it with Darius. Yep. And if you're going to understand one of the two, you would understand Darius. He's yep. your captain. He's influential. Wonderful positional fullback. Excellent at you know, running wide sweeping plays in attack. Tupu just... The, the fuck it... Like he was a poor man's Israel Folau mm-hmm. when Israel Folau was, was good. Yep. Um, and not... Fucking all Joseph Smith, mm-hmm. but I, I'm you know he had some some good games this year where he was giving big meters coming out of their own end and and he was really involved, but but I'm not sure what his inclusion in and of itself gave that team because he was obviously yep. busted, yeah, yep. obviously busted, um, and by trying to carry him as well as part you know yeah. what, what ended up with their fucked up bench yeah so you know was that a fear thing you know because I I, I don't know I mean he's he's, it's not like he's you know Andrew Johns and you find a way to get him it's not like he's Jonathan Thurston game 2 origin where the guy's got one arm but still you just fucking need that that thing that he's got not not just from himself but from the guys around him yeah 100% but that's what I'm saying was was it a fear thing that fuck these cowboys their centres and wingers are big tall cunts the thing is, though, like, that's the one thing I don't fear about the Cowboys. I mean, Kyle felt that motherfucker from, like, you know, two or three metres out. I fear the fuck out of it. He'll find the way to get the ball down. However, they're slow and not generally that great at defence otherwise. Tell, yeah, tell that to fucking Josh Mansour. <laughs> Poor cunt was two games back from a reconstruction. <laughs> well, that's you said it all right yeah. there, though. But, I mean, case in point, that try that Ferguson scored. Yeah, when every Cowboys outside player on the right was more interested in blocking than anyone yeah. catching the ball, and so it just it sailed over the top of all of them to to give the, that fucking sex offender a yeah. free a free hit for a try, and um, the fucking universe made up for it though. I did it for with him fucking it up always, as it always does. That was fantastic. The universe provides the uh, Fergie karma. Yeah, but um, you know, Cowboys once again that last twenty yeah. minutes. Never say die, and I had and every. I mean, I've had my doubts every game, but this game especially when the Roosters finally sort of got in front mm-hmm. and they were looking good, and I was like, "Well, fuck! All right, that's the end of that." But they they found that gear again, yeah. And not only did they fucking they they got in front and and then they you know they hit the field goal, which is kind of like that was pretty much the game. It was mathematically possible like the Roosters could still hit back, but you know, yeah, but you, it, it you, fucking crushed their soul. Yeah, but then yeah, you know, then you get like a guy like yeah you know, Bolton scoring the try to fucking ice it at the end. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you, again you look across that roost, and, and I know lateral Mitchell's young. Yeah, but to kick it dead on the full from a kickoff mm-hmm. twice in a yep. grand final qualifier. Yeah, where again, you know the Cowboys and they're, they're number one in this stat by far is that they score the fewest long-range tries yep. in the NRL. So you know when you go up against these Cowboys that they need to play a territorial game. Yep. They need to do it because they score from within the 40 yep. in, a, um, in, in such a ridiculously high percentage of time. Yep. So if you can pin them down in their end 
then then you go a good way to winning the football game. And it doesn't matter if they catch the ball on the try line and bring it out to the 20, yep. or if they're catching it seven metres into the in-goal area. Yep. Yeah. So, it, yeah, the, the the Roosters were frustrating. Pierce, unfortunately, just, you know, I, I'm not sure whether it's a... Is it a nerves thing? Is he just fragile? Look, I, I want to be. I'll be perfectly. I want to be perfectly fair to to Mitchell Pierce, and say that you know what the the, the main thing is. Mm. He was let. They were let down this time by a very poor completion rate. Hundred percent. And forwards that did fucking nothing. True. When you go back and look at the and and look at the um the stats for the the meters on players. Cordner. Yep. 130. Yep. There's a couple ahead of there, but there's like, you know, there's outside backs like like, like Gordon and Ferguson yeah. who are, who, who are cutting kicks. the ball back and getting free, a lot of free metres. Yeah. But then when you look at Cordner on 130 and you go back, you've got Liu, SST, both around 100. Then you go back as well. You go back and you know, Tedovano yep. is getting 83. Letters sixty eight. Yeah. Was- so while he is absolutely, we, we talk about like halfbacks can win games behind beaten packs when they pull pull out some magical shit like you know some momentum changing shit like forty twenties or just a great kicking game in general doesn't yep. have to be forty twenty things like that to try and turn their guys yeah. around and get them on top where the forwards aren't doing but it see, for them. But this, he's just not capable. This is what I'm it. talking about though. You look at the comparison of the two. You know, main playmakers for each of the sides. Yep. Mitchell Pierce has been almost an automatic state of origin selection for the last you know five, six, fuck however many years I want to count. Yeah. The one year out when we won a series. Then you look at Michael Morgan, who up until halfway through this year had been a support half. Yep. He'd played fullback. Yep. You know, um, for the Cowboys. So. If you looked on that field, the person, and this goes to the Cowboys strategy, he knows that they're not scoring breakaway tries. Yep. He knows that you've got fucking grandpas on the wing that can't outrun anybody. Yep. And so he's the one pulling out the 40-20s. He's the one demanding the ball. Yep. When they were finishing, their sets beaten and pinned down. Yep. He wants it. I don't see that in Mitchell Pearce. And I'm not saying that Mitchell Pearce is a bad player, and I'm not saying that everything on the loss falls on Mitchell Pearce. I'm saying that I didn't see him standing up and trying to take control of that team the way Michael Morgan does, Mm -hmm. and he's had far less experience in that role. Yep. Yep. No, I would agree. But anyway, Roosters, that's... I guess, yeah, once again, as you're a game away from the grand final, I mean, you have to look at the season as a success, especially after the way that, you know, last year Statistically most improved. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you, you certainly can't complain. However, I think that, you know, as with every team that's lost to the Cowboys in this finals run, you'd be ruining what, you know, what could have been, what should have been. But uh, in the end, you know, comprehensively beaten. Yeah. And uh, then uh, 13, 13 plus, as as this as this podcast said last week. And so. if you do this again next year, stop trying to get everybody to fucking bandwagon on you. Oh, it's not a thing. That was absolutely it won't ever repugnant be a thing 
Social media aids. And if anybody fucking jumps on another team because they are the last team left from the area that you reside in, but not your team, yeah, a fucking plague on both your houses. Yep. This uh, the, the I, I was reminded by a Facebook memory that uh, this is what happened in 2011 with every cunt. It wasn't trying to get everyone in Sydney though. Yeah. It was every cunt jumping on the Warriors against Manly. Didn't see Sydney jumping on Manly. Nope, it was all on the bro wagon. Yeah, well, that's because you're a pack of cunts. And, uh, yeah, victorious cunts. Now, the Egg Council Creeper. We made the grandy with a glorified Q-Cup team. No matter what happens, this has been a fucking successful year. I, you think? <laughs> it's been a fucking... Yeah, I mean, also, in all seriousness, I, I think that narrative's gone. What's that? Oh, it's a glorified Q-Cup team. Oh, we've got injuries. Oh, yeah, we've got yeah. this. Oh, we've got that. You know, you've got a state of origin and probably Australian. You overcome half. that. If you lose the grand final, it's not the reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's not, it's, that's not the reason. You know, and what it's done is, I mean, the Cowboys' window is closing. Yeah. And what it's done, though, it's forced so many of these other players to step up that had previously not stepped up because, you know, the reliance on Thurston was so great. Yep. The fact that now I think they're, they're better next year with Scott and Thurston. And, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what, with, with like, the Cowboys... They're going so much better. The, the reason I've enjoyed watching the Cowboys play is because it, it's what I've been dying to see out of my own team this year is just some fucking honest hard work. Yep. Some in the fucking trenches, get in there. And refusal, just refusal to exactly. lose. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just get in there and battle mm-hmm. for 80 minutes. And yep. you're going to be down, you're going to be behind, but you yep. just keep doing it. Yep. So, well done, Cowboys. At John Manley Fan. Sent this one to Fergie. Oh, there's a lot of people blocked by Fergie after this game, I must say. Said, hey, Fergie, Ferg, hey, Fergie, Ferg, four. How's that hunt for the one ring going? Hashtag precious. Yeah. The biggest tiger. I'm starting to worry about Stephen Bradbury. If the cows win this, people forget about him and just call it North Queensland cowboying. Uh, the Irish tiger, the underscore Irish underscore tiger. You guys called it Cowboys 13 plus. Hashtag clairvoyant. Fucking oracles. Shutter 86. It's like a Cinderella story. If Cinderella was busted and had an angry garden gnome screaming at her. Okay, back again this week, and it's coming up to the last episode of the year, really, the last opportunity to ask Nat, but we welcome back Nat Sinclair again. How are you doing, Nat? I'm good. How are you? I am great. I'll tell you, for me, it was like the, all of the results on the weekend kind of salvaged grand final day for a yeah. neutral. Like, yeah, I mean... East versus Storm would have been would have been fine, and like one versus two. I mean, it's kind of the grand final that the season. You know, you can't argue that they you know, they kind of deserved. You know, or you know, East or the Broncos, I guess, because they you know, have similar sort of standings. But you, if, if it was just like on you know on full season and everything, you okay? Yeah, they, those two deserved it. You know, the, the yeah. best two teams got there. Blah blah blah. But as like a spectacle, oh my god, I could or like emotional that. attachment or whatever. Yeah. It's so much better to have like the Cowboys who Bradbury'd their way into the finals, picked it up, ran with it, fought for every every millimeter all I the way through, am and obsessed uh, with that team. <laughs> <laughs> I am obsessed with them, and you know the best part is, I mean, no one likes Roosters outside Roosters fans. Yep. No one likes Broncos outside Broncos fans. 
some people can respect the storm at least because I yep. think that, you know, even if you don't like him, you've got to respect him. And I yeah, don't they've earned my respect this year. Roosters have really earned that level yet. So really, it's like a pretty, like it's just a happy grand final really. And if you don't love the Cowboys, like there's something wrong with you. So Yeah, and you're either going to get like this, this momentous um, underdog story or you're going to get oh. like, okay, well, they were the best team all year. They probably deserve to win. Absolutely. Story on the storm side. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then you got Manly in the grand final in the 20s. In the 20s. And, the, and, they're, and they're the Cowboys too. They're basically, oh my they Bradbury, they, they, they've got Bradbury into eighth. <laughs> and then they be, and then they beat then they beat the Sharks who was supposed to be like well they won the first round then they run the second round and they had to, and they they beat the Sharks who was supposed to be like the best under twenties team ever yep and uh, and then they beat um, this week they beat the Dragons who beat the who beat the Sharks in the the first round of the of the, of the playoffs yeah and uh, so they've taken really out their teams job. they're actually they're, they're doing a great job and the I'm loving the, I'm loving some of the kids that play in that side too yeah um, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, how many do we keep? Yeah, that's a question. But uh, they're playing question. the Eels, yeah. so it's a consolation grand final against, <laughs> I guess for those you know for those chokers. When you start really caring about your unders, don't you? <laughs> oh, mate, I love twenties. It's a premier for form of the game. Yeah, it all depends who actually stays and who goes and so How many yeah. times do you see yeah. amazing under twenties kids playing? You know, but for the show, it's worked out great too because then you guys are you guys are in the 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 interest you know yes, Queensland yeah. versus New South Wales thing too. The yeah. only problem is you guys will be like the you guys. It's impossible for you guys to be the the sentimental favourites for the game. No, because it's against Papua New Guinea. God exactly, God. and everyone's high, everyone's high on PNG winning the winning the comp up here. So, yeah. <laughs> so we look like bad guys if we win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We like crush their hopes and dreams. Yeah, you see, they're doing some. They're doing like a, some uh, special price tickets. Are they really? PNG, like a fan area for PNG, yeah. I, I, I saw, actually, I'm not going to name any names. That's not a listener of the show, but yeah. um, I saw someone on Twitter blowing up, a Storm supporter, mm-hmm. blowing up because they've jacked the price of those tickets up in the, in the like the fan, the, the, the club zones at the end mm-hmm. of, end of the po- yeah, behind the post on each side, yeah. um, each end. I'm, I usually sit there, like if I go, because I want to sit, you know, amongst where like people are most excited for the game, and that's like, you know, where the members are with the flags and all that sort of shit. And um, those tickets are usually only like 80 to 100 bucks. This year, I think it's like 195. You're joking. Yeah, slightly different with the origin. They just, they just jacked it right up. But, um, well, that's stupid. Like, do they want them to be, like, it's going to be probably going to be, you know, I would say it's going to be quiet, but I remember Brisbane Cowboys was like packed. So, yeah, they're also letting in. There's 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 a lot of neutrals who've paid for tickets or like Eels fans and stuff like that who who've bought tickets. <laughs> but also, yeah. um, I think like the the junior the junior kids or you know the, the play NRL yeah. thing. Yeah. I think they're getting free tickets offered. To well, that's good, and then they bring their parents who have to pay. Yeah, and I'll, and that's well, good. and they'll fill they'll fill and they'll fill it up. You know, like yeah, they'll, that's um, good. So, so it. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so it should be you know a good a good uh, day. I mean, like yeah. there's a little bit of something for everyone in all the games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all all of us guys for the show, we've all got a team in a game that you know at the yeah, end of the exactly. season. We're so that's great. And, uh, and then, we're still there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, that's you know like we yeah, you know, there's a team to cheer on Grand Final day. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now I've taken the Cowboys as my. My second team, official second team. Look, they're basically Panthers. They've got a few ex-Panthers in there anyway. So <laughs> I think that I, I've got every right to take them as my, um, you know, team for the time being. So, no, I'm very excited. Yep, yep. Now, the <laughs> question this week we have is yeah. uh, from Giannis underscore Mateus. And he said, 
Do you think bragging rights will be decided by Tamari Martin's ability to exploit Kronk's misses? <laughs> Sorry, please repeat. <laughs> Do you think bragging rights will be decided by Tamari Martin's ability to exploit Kronk's misses? Or is Tara safe because they're playing on different sides? And our second question, where do you think the grand final will be decided? All right, can I just firstly just say I think it's awesome that T's gotten where he has where he is. <laughs> and I think it's it's just great. So I'll just He's certainly fallen there. up with he's certainly fallen uphill, hasn't he? He has. And um, <laughs> he was not like yeah, I think it's I think it's great. So we'll just leave that one there. Um, <laughs> where do I think the grand final will be decided? Um, I think that look, I know we, uh, Melbourne came through last week in in the second half, but that yes. first half of football was so un Melbourne like, and yeah. um, it was just the the errors and the the silly the poor the poor options on the you know the kicking game was mm-hmm. a little bit off. Um, so look. If they can return to themselves, which is perfect kicking game, no errors, you know, that sort of thing, um, they should be fine. But if they do fall into that sort of habit again here, we saw the Cowboys have produced such um, good quality games in the finals. Like they're giving hardly any penalties away. Um, They're keeping errors to an absolute minimum and their kicking game has been pretty much perfect. So I think that's really where it's going to be decided. And yeah, and if if it's within, you know, two to four points going into the last 20 minutes... Then the Cowboys are a huge chance. Absolutely, because they that's are. where the winning of their games is. All you know, they've done it. They've done it late. Yeah, and we saw like, last year, for example, the Storm couldn't um, overcome a two-point deficit at the end. So they obviously yeah. don't really have that same, um, you know, durability as the the Cowboys do. So I don't know. Like, I I dare to dream that the Cowboys might be able to get this one. But then you you just think back, you know, how they dominate Melbourne Storm. Like, yeah. you know, they did not play well last week and they won thirty nil. So yeah, it was a strange old game that one. Yeah, it was really strange. So, uh, I don't know. I just – let me tell you, I was so happy watching that game. I was so pleased that we got knocked out the week before. Yep. <laughs> I was like, at least we went out, you know, in a civilised manner. <laughs> in a civilised <laughs> manner. Because it would have been 50 nil if we had gone down to Melbourne. So, <laughs> I, was, I was thanking God that, you know, the, the last game would have been that great Melbourne one. So, let me yep. – oh, sorry, Manly one. So, yeah, that's probably where I think it's going to be won and lost. Yeah. Also, I think that the the Storm. I mean, the Storm are just a better team. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Objectively, they're a better team. But also, think the things like um like their strikeout wide is so much like the Cowboys guys. I mean, like Felt can put a ball down like you know better than equal to or better than anybody in the entire competition. He can yeah. get a try if he's like he's a meter from the line week. and he's in the oh. air wherever he is. He can find he finds a way to get it down. However, under under high balls and like for just for straight up speed and stuff. The, st- mm. the, the Storm guys kill them. Yeah, that's very true. Like, they're but they're got, way faster. They're got, so slow, the Cowboys outside guys. I mean, they find a way. They've but got guards. They've got guards. Yeah. Like that try that Felt scored last week, that came out of nothing. Like when he just took yep. the line on and he yep. just got the ball in. I don't think there's yep. any other winger in the competition that would have done that like he did. They He backs himself and he, he always has. And that sort of, you know, like they've got guts and, and that's going to yep. really help them, I think, because they'll take risks. It might not pay off every time. But they do back themselves and they back each other as a team. And obviously, so do Melbourne, 100%. But of course, yeah. Melbourne's plays are all very strategic, very planned a lot of the time. Yeah. So if, if anything, I think the Cowboys can get up on the back of some really risky kind of just backing yourself, um, be yeah. confident kind of thing moving forward, like like we saw from Felt. So yeah. And like we saw from Tamari, he's tried last, last week as well. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Brilliant. So, yeah, like I think that sort of thing might surprise you. It's a bit hard to defend against. Um, that was that out the back door before the key turns in the front in the front door move. Basically. <laughs> <laughs>
that I'm agreeing with any of the sentiments implied in that sentence at all. Uh, uh, some of those, some of those people, people speculating about who you were talking, who, who, the, who the shade was about last week. It was week, not but, uh, him. I know it was definitely. I know it was a different. I know. I thought it was really. Shade about tomorrow. I don't whatsoever. Could not. I thought it was really obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all. I don't. I don't want to name the name, but no, no, you, you don't have to. I mean, you think it's so obvious. <laughs> it was really obvious. Okay, Those people need to work on their comprehension skills. Definitely not tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that. I think that's about it. I mean, we've got next week's show. We'll be uh, wrapping up the grand final and stuff. So we'll definitely get you back for that. And that'll be probably the last opportunity people will have mm-hmm. for asking that in 2017. Yeah. So uh, get your questions in. Make it a make it a big one for the final uh, for the final uh, segment of the year. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're going to see you on. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Sunday. Yeah. At the meetup. So if you need any, pass yeah, out if, from my cruise that I'm on before. So. And you, and you do have form. You do have form there. Yeah. I mean, you missed grand finals through passing out. Yep. So, got history, so. You're going so. to need to pace yourself. Yep. <laughs> All right. And so, yeah, so hopefully we'll see you on Sunday anyway. So if you're coming down on Sunday, you can uh, you look forward, you look forward to, that, to that possibility. Yes. Of uh, that passing out on you or something. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not that possibility. Yes, yes. All right. Thanks very much again. And, uh, yeah, hashtag ask Nat, get your final questions in for the year, and uh, we'll have a big one next week. Sounds good. Okay, previews. Look quickly. Uh, we look at the the Holden Cup game. Uh, the Eels take on the Manly Seagulls. Manly Seagulls. A lot of a, a, a lot of similarities to. Um, the Cowboys, in the sense that they kind of Bradbury their way into the finals as well in eighth place, the and have had to win their are way not through. A pack of junior cunts. Hey. I mean, too, these guys, these guys are too young to be fully indoctrinated in the cunt. Oh in, no, in, in, in the country. I mean, my my sincere hope is that soon they will be, and they'll be elevated into that top twenty-five squad of fucking uber cunts. Yes, ready to you know d- to destroy the competition. But um, yeah, at this stage, you know they're just they're just too uh too young. But um, man, I'm just I'm just happy for a, a club that spends nothing on junior football like barely a cent it's just it's one it's wonderful to see that they've uh, this is like they got to was it like two years ago there was another grand final I mean they're actually going quite well in the in the youngsters so I mean hopefully we can keep some of these guys because some of them look you know, look look fantastic mm-hmm. um, Tom Wright was brought uh, across from rugby specifically I think to to end up being a foil for Cherry Evans and like you know a partner in the halves of him and he's coming he's coming along fantastic in the, in the game on the weekend he wasn't a massive standout Cade Cust the halfback was though but um, tremendous and uh I haven't seen a lot of the yields, but I believe they go into this one as the favourite. But you know, along the way, Manly have beat apparently the greatest twenty side of all time in the Cronulla Sharks, and then last week they beat the side that beat the Sharks in the first round of the playoffs. So yeah, look, Manly finished eighth, and the, and the Eels finished fourth. So you, you yeah. know, you take that with a grain of salt. But you yeah. know, you know, the twenties ladder position can be a fickle thing, <laughs> a <know>? variable thing. <laughs> it, it can be one. One mean text from a girlfriend away from you know, fir- yeah. first to sixth. Yeah, star player getting grounded. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, move on. So you know, go Manly. Uh, the Intrust Super Championship, uh, featuring the New South Wales Intrust Champions, the Penrith Panthers taking on the Queensland Intrust Champions, the PNG Hunters. Now, obviously, making it the universe 
Championship of Rugby League. Well, as I said, it's the the world, the The Galactic Championship, at least the world, the Universal Championship of Orange Peeling Reggies, and the Hunters. Again, I saw like I think it's a great initiative, but I saw people on Twitter fucking going off their nut about this. You know the tickets like we had last year, like in the fan section, like you know behind the post, like great seats. You know, like ten rows back, like just fantastic. We were behind the post last year. We were sort of to the left of the uprights. Fuck me, I was drunk. Where do you think we were? On the side? No, 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 no. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we were down the end, the, Cron- the Cronulla end, around to the to the left of the uprights. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah probably about 15, 10 rows back from yeah, the field. Like, okay. it was a good spot. But Fuck. those seats cost, like... I mean, I've, I've been sitting in those seats almost, you know, for like the last seven years or something. Mm. And it's, a, it's about 80 to $100 for yep. the tickets, right? Yep. This year, one hundred ninety-five. So, but there's there are these sixty-five dollar PNG Hunters supporters group supporters tickets. Yep. So I think it's a great initiative. Fucking nice. I mean, does it does it suck that they've gouged the pro- the fuck out of those, those those members tickets? Otherwise, absolutely doubling almost doubling the price of those tickets is fucking is just repugnant. Yep. But I still don't disagree with giving the hunters a, a discount and see you know get some active support in for those guys. I mean that would be fantastic, and I mean I think it's great to see them there. You know you want to expand you know the NRL for you know to assist international expansion. Uh, the Warriors, as as abysmal as they are as a team, I mean you can't deny that you know it's been good for New Zealand rugby league as a whole. I mean their side had a period on top, you know not that long ago, yeah, uh, where we couldn't fucking buy a win against them, you know, for a year or two there. Um, you know, and PNG, if we can get more of these guys in, build up PNG as a genuine, you know, legitimate sort of fourth nation. Um, because you know the long the days of you know France being anything are long gone, right? They were in, they were like a legit fourth nation after England and New Zealand for a while there. But uh, yeah, look, you know Bangladesh just beat Australia in the cricket. Yeah, anything's possible. Yeah, well, this is it. This is it. Um, I I still I stand by my point that there should be um, a Pacific Nations Voltron team. Until they are at a stage to be competitive on their own, I, th- I think that uh, things are going pretty well at the moment. I think mm. things are improving at the moment. I mean, I don't want you know you're not going to get instant competitiveness, but you remember when, like the fucking score lines, you know, like the eighty fours and the seventy twos and things like that. Yeah. That you used to trot out back in the day, you know. Um, now, I think obviously the narrative team for this this game is the PNG Hunters and the NRL and everyone involved with like nothing more than to see the Hunters win this game. Yep. However, if they bring the same fucking dropsies to the party as they did last week, yeah, Panda lap them and then you know these guys, you know they don't have, they don't have a ton of a ton of NRL experience, but I mean there's a you know there's a couple of guys in there. Mitch Rain will play, um, Kickow will play. Yeah. Who yep. to me is the Look, I don't know what goes on at training. Maybe call Griffin. A the cunt, fact that they re-signed him as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, Griffin has this. You know, he has the thing where he and he just buries people in reserve grade if they want to get rid of him. But they've re-signed him. They've re-signed him. And we played. Mark Waller's in there as well. We played fucking Brown. Yep. Yep. For until the point God that you couldn't because reason. apparently there was an injury. Yeah. Um, I still dispute the veracity of that injury. I think it was finally just waking up to themselves. I. You know, I've I've got high hopes of a future with Harawiranara and Kickow and 
you know, the, the game is moving back, I think, towards that smaller, more agile ball-playing second rower. Yep. Who, who can also get in there and bend cunts in half in defence. Yep. Um, you know, he had, he had some handling issues in a couple of games, but, um, you know, Penrith Panthers buy a million. Put your house on it. <laughs> Go and buy a house in PNG and put that on it. Yep. And then follow the grand tradition of going back and turning it into a missionary and teaching them about the pretend man in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) The grand final. Telstra Premiership, NRL grand final. Storm take on the Cowboys. 7.15pm out there at ANZ Stadium Mm. or live with the Twill Nation crew at the Edinburgh Castle in the CBD if you're not going to the game. Now, the Storm... No changes in their 17. Mm. Cowboys. No changes in their 17. Just once again, the inclusion of Matt Scott, who, from all reports, is definitely not going to play. Yeah. Uh, Ray Ray Thompson, 18th man in this game. Mm. Now, I think I don't think it's a controversial statement to say that the Storm are objectively a much better team on paper and performance across the fullness of the season. Yep. The Cowboys certainly have a lot of momentum and uh, you know that's a very powerful thing at this time of year. But if there's one team that's not going to be like overwhelmed by momentum, yeah. it's you know the robotic fucking Ivan Dragos of the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, that is true. Storm, for their part, though, have looked very nervous in both of the games for large periods of time yep. you know, so far. So, But then there's also the other statistic about after losing a grand final, the Storm win a grand final. So they've been they yeah. pounded in 2008, one asterisk in 2009. Yeah. I've been looking over both the teams and and looking at at how they will probably come out and play. Yep. And I think that the Storm are, are almost a perfect foil for the Cowboys in that the Cowboys need to get in and, and be close yep. to have their attacking raids. They're, in, they're a big dominant forward pack. Tom Lolo's worth 10 men. Mm-hmm. The Storm, on the other hand, they're smart enough to know that the Cowboys need to play a territorial game. So I think you'll see some early kicks. And when you've got tactical guys, that's you know, it. more than one of them that can execute things like that. Yep. And I think that in, in that forward battle... Melbourne's forwards don't shy away from the grind. Yep. You know, it's it's rare that you see those top teams regarded as the grindy teams. Like, even last year when Cronulla won, yeah. they weren't the grindy arm wrestle sharks of old. Yeah. They were a different style of team. Um, but Melbourne's forwards are happy to get down and dirty and, and really work for it. So, yep. I, I, I can't see the Cowboys having enough. You know, they, they got over a, a couple of teams that I'm sure underestimated them. Mm-hmm. And they capitalised on on some unfortunate players, but I just think Melbourne has too much strike all around the park. Melbourne aren't a team that allow teams back into it late either. Yeah. Even when they're winning games, they don't concede, like, you know, garbage time tries and consolation tries and things like that a heck of a lot. What was that game earlier in the season? Where, where they, they looked at risk of losing it and they've scored a try to go ahead by two. 
That's and, because it was against Manly where they actually were leading by like three tries. Mm. And then Manly came right back and it ended up being 30-26. And then the last five minutes... Cooper Cronk just like, repeats set Drop out, drop out, game. drop yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Manly. Okay. And it's like the way they, they shut Penrith down for like that whole game that game too. I mean, that's what they can do to teams. Oh, and that they were. A, yeah, that was just like it was. It was fucking miserable to watch because there was nothing they could do about they it. They were like fucking protecting a Chinese dynasty that week. <laughs> fucking tell you. So, if the Storm get that sort of thing going, yeah, then and especially if they can, I mean, if the Storm can get out to a good lead, if they can lead by sixteen, mm. I think they're pretty. I think their experience can get them home and can diffuse the you know the late Cowboys momentum. The, the other thing the Storm are very good at is getting up for a cause. Yeah, I don't mean fucking homeless people. No, but it's the end of the end of the the, the big three. Well, it's the end of Cronk. Yeah, but it's the end of the big three as a collective together. This is their last game to to, to play together. Yeah, uh, outside of you know international yeah, football. The the interesting thing you hear in in the storm when they're talking is very often in the interviews, post game or or in press or whatever it is, you'll hear people like Smith and Cronk mention that it. Oh well, you know it was so and so's twenty fifth or fiftieth tonight, so we needed to make it special. And I'm glad we could get the win for him. Yeah. No one else fucking knew about it because no yep. one reported about it because it's not a two hundredth or three yep. hundredth. But that sort of culture, yeah, you know that that means that in these big moments, there's already an acceptance that well, we we all have to step up. So. Yep. So look, anyway, I think put the missionary that you had in PNG. As much as the it last pain, one on Melbourne. As much as it pains me, I think this, I think the Storm are going to win, and uh, just the additional strike power they have this year. And I think that mm. you know when you talk about the lack of speed out wide for the Cowboys, the Storm have no shortage of that. <laughs> and the Cowboys aren't going to score a length of the field try because Fox or Vooney will have them mown down within yeah. twenty meters. Like you, you would have to say conversely, Tamari Martin. <laughs> yep, would hands down be the fastest player in that team. I'd love to see. I'd love to see a, a match race, but but off the top of my head, I think you're probably right. I, I can't think of. I can't think of anyone one through, you know, one through five that like could. Lock, yeah, Lock Coots busted. Yep, Winstein's you know, busted. Felt's not that fast. No. Hmm. O'Neill, a bit of a strange situation for him as well. In yeah. Grand final. Against the Storm, mm. and um, and Hampton on the bench for the Cowboys. He's uh, playing in consecutive grand finals. He was the Storm last year. There is also the hoodoo of cunts leaving Penrith and winning premierships. How's that work historically, Lewis? Yeah, true. Yeah, true. All right. Jennings. Yeah. Cowboys always fucking locks at that. Yeah. <laughs> did Did Martin play there long it's enough to Martin. to invoke the powers? <laughs> <laughs> Put it this way, I don't think JT's wife's doing Land Rover routes yet. <laughs> Look, sentimentally, I would, I will be uh, supporting the North Queensland Cowboys in this game, just because I like to see a great story. Uh, however, when you take the emotion out of it, I just feel like the Storm yeah. are a big game team, and their game plan is the perfect antidote to what the Cowboys do, and I don't think the Cowboys will be the team that will be able to break them of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
That is Full Dive episode 274. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. So I uh, share the shit, and uh, I do notice that guys like Brett, Brett Weidler uh, every week. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Um, iTunes, no new reviews this week. So this is going to be, what, this is the third last episode. So it's probably, I mean, if you're looking at getting a review read out in the show, this is probably the last chance because we'll do them next week and, you know, then we're doing the Twillies and, you know, it's fucking yeah. bedlam. Who knows what what's going to happen there? Yeah. Remember, as the international audience is growing, yep. if you review the show... In the UK or US iTunes store, they're the two big offenders. And New Zealand to a lesser extent. It's fucking in, the, in a non-Australian iTunes yeah. store. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the fucking Guatemalan iTunes or whatever the fuck it's called, yep. let us know. Yep. Email address is... Hello at thisweekinleague.com. Nice. And uh, yeah, this is, the last, so this is the last week. Also, this is probably going to be the last week uh, in 2017 to get a question for Ask Nat. So I mentioned that in a segment, but hashtag Ask Nat your, your tweets and, um, and your questions for Nat. And let's make it a big one next week for her. And finally, the uh, tipping... Am I winning? Lynn is still on top by one point. No one had the balls to pick the Cowboys against the Roosters. Oh. They both got the storm, they, and they both didn't get the Cowboys, so they both won. Um, I think it'd be fantastic if they got a third party to flip a coin for them for the grand final. Yeah, it's still, it's, it's not tied, though. So, so there is a, the situation where Mad Dog can get it right this week. And Lynn can get it wrong, and Lynn can still, yeah, we still got the for and against thing. She still has the best slightly better for the thing is even that for and against separator that's still pretty close considering that's what I'm saying get, get a third party to flip a coin yeah 322 versus 338 so I mean it's pretty it's pretty close uh, you know no one else is even close I mean there's the next guys are points behind DSAP Kylie Pud99 Thacos of three points back 135 then we got another point back to Heavy Nova TBI Dragons Fabs and Desi's Ducks so all you guys are shot it's a two horse race and basically Mad Dog has to get the tip correct and honestly you can't mate you're already second you can't finish worse than second yeah. so uh, like honestly I think I think go, I, I would certainly go the Cowboys go the darkie, yeah. you'd have to go the Cowboys and, uh, well, and then is fucking Lynn fucking little finger enough to go, well, he's got to go the darky. It's a game of rock, scissors, paper, isn't it? So I'm going to go the darky. Yeah. So... Then he double little fingers her. <laughs> gives, her gives her two little fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So he go, then he comes up with the shocker and double little fingers her. Wow. And then they end up tied on points and it goes to the whoever picks the margin correctly considering what's come before. I don't know. And this is the thing. This is for these two to decide. Fucking mind games. I reckon this is how they actually write Game of Thrones. <laughs> it all like started this. around a fantasy football league. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. See you on the weekend. Sunday, 12pm, the Edinburgh Castle in uh, the CBD on the corner of Pitt Street and Bathurst Street in Sydney. Uh, for more reports, uh, a tremendous location. And... Um, Looking forward to seeing everyone down there. And members, check your email. If you're a member and you have not received an email, then make sure you get in touch with us. Send us a DM on Twitter or send us an email to helpthisweekinleague.com and I'll make sure you get those details for the members function on Saturday night. And uh, Select the Twillies and yes, 2017. Yeah, yeah, select the finals for Have Twillies. your say in the most important issue facing our country today. Exactly. Far more complex as well. It's not just a yeah. binary yes or no choice. 
Life's not black and white. There are so many options. Yeah. So that's it. See you guys on the weekend.